0: Welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project podcast. This show is for women over 40 who are trying to create balance in their life when it comes to food, body, self care, and wellness. You struggle to put yourself first, to maintain consistency when something isn't perfect, or maybe you feel like you don't have enough time or willpower to achieve the goals you desire. I'm your host, Tricia Stefankiewicz, Registered Dietitian and Nutritionist. I've worked with women like you achieve their goals by focusing on the next best step, no matter how messy, and meeting you where you are right now. In this show, you'll learn practical information, actionable strategies, and mindset tweaks so that you can feel healthier, more comfortable in your body, and make choices that work for your life. Come join me in failing forward one imperfect step at a time into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Welcome to your new project. Hey ladies, welcome back to the show and happy Thanksgiving if you live here in the States. This episode is dropping on Thursday and this Thursday today is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. If you don't live in the States, please see this episode because really it can be used for any celebratory event that you have coming up as especially if it's an event where you tend to focus on the food a lot. So this episode is going to really talk about how you can get into a place and some tips that you can do to kind of change that from going to an event where you're thinking, oh my gosh, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, and really focusing on things that are going to enhance your overall well-being. So much of the holiday season I feel like is spent being like, okay, how do I keep my diet going into the holidays? But when we talk about whole health and empowering you to achieve whole health, it's this way that you are able to choose and to connect with yourself and figure out what feels good for your body at this particular time. And so that's what we're going to talk about is trying to figure out how to balance this celebratory meal and also support your overall well-being. And how we're going to do this or some of the things that we're going to talk about will hopefully elevate your entire holiday experience and will provide insight on how you can maintain your health while also enjoying your family and really going into this wholesome journey and celebration and especially something that feels good for you when if you are somebody who lives in the states when we talk about thanksgiving It tends to typically mean that there is parades and turkey and American football and family time. And with any celebratory meal with family time, that is filled with many, many emotions from happiness and joy to feelings of overwhelm and sadness and grief and anxiety But much of the day is focused on the physical food. So today we're going to talk about four tips to help start to think about the day as a way to nourish your body and your soul. And so that it doesn't all become about the food that it becomes about more than that. So one of the things, one of the, one of the first tips to say would be to start your morning full of intention. And this intention hopefully will provide you with some connection to yourself with some feelings of mindfulness and calmness while also adding structure to your day with any celebration, with any holiday meal, it tends to be one big meal. And it, if especially if you're somebody who's preparing the food, it tends to be one task to the next task, to the next task, to the next task. And there's so little downtime for you to really be with yourself and connect with yourself. But what's helpful is that if you're able to provide any time to yourself, it's really going to help you allow yourself to connect to yourself. A lot of times when you are at these family events, and a lot of times with eating in general, it's not so simple as what you eat. There's a lot of emotional trauma and emotional ties and emotional past history that's tied into the food that's tied in with the occasion. And so allowing yourself to have that time for yourself before your day begins, before the celebration begins will allow you to start to become a little bit more in line with how you're feeling and how you can manage the emotions that you have. And different people do it in different ways. You could be somebody who manages your feelings by maybe saying a prayer or having some quiet time to yourself in the morning. That could be, again, you could be praying. You could be taking a a few deep breaths. You could be meditating. You could be writing down and connecting with and journaling how you feel and strategizing how you're going to kind of get through the day, especially if you feel like you're going to come into contact with people that you don't want to come into contact with, or that make you feel uncomfortable, or you think there's going to be some kind of uncomfortable situations, or you feel like you need to self protect, you could be writing down some of the things that you're grateful for. And we're going to talk about that as we, as we get to the last tip. But what that does, is just allowing you to refocus on something bigger than yourself. But also that you're giving yourself that space to really figure out what it is you're feeling in the moment. That's the importance of, the, of this time to yourself. Now, you may be somebody who it's very hard for you and uncomfortable for you to sit in all those feelings. And so you may be somebody who maybe needs to manage your feelings by doing something physical. And that could be exercising, taking a particular class that's only offered on Thanksgiving day taking a walk in your neighborhood, doing yoga, whatever it is that makes you feel good. It's not meant to be an exercise that you partake in that is going to give you permission to eat how you want. The goal of it is to be an outlet for any emotion that you're feeling that Feels overwhelming to you. And this could be really, even excitement can be a really overwhelming feeling. So it doesn't have to just be negative feelings, but it could be any feeling that you're feeling that feels too big to manage. And one of the things when we're changing our relationship with food that's really important is to identify some of the emotions that go into it and that maybe cause you to feel like you cannot control eating. And so a way to help counteract that is that you are able to anticipate what the day is going to look like. Are there any challenges? Are there any feelings that feel like they may be too big for you? And what has worked in the past? And what will you do today to help manage all those big feelings that you have? And it could even be as something as simple as like, eating breakfast but eating breakfast preparing breakfast being mindful when you eat it because that's allowing you to slow down to connect to figure out if you're hungry or full and and I'm not talking about like eating a breakfast on your phone I'm talking about like eating breakfast and just being present and being in the moment because that's what the goal is it's just a part of the day that gives you some kind of structure because you are focusing on you focusing and trying to strategize how you're going to manage any feelings, what those feelings could be, and how you're going to release them and manage them. And again, it's going to be very different depending on how you manage your feelings. You may be somebody who needs to take some time to yourself in terms of breathing and then take a walk. You may have to do multiple things, but it's just a good practice because this will not be the only celebratory event or holiday in your life. And so as you start to practice these things more, you can start to figure out what works for you. And again, it's not meant to be a punishment to allow yourself to eat. It's meant to be a way that you can start to come within and that you feel like you're able to manage your emotions. And then as you get through the day, you're like, oh gosh, I'm so glad I took a little bit of time for myself today. And that You can be really proud of that and that you feel like at the end of the day that no matter what you did, even if it was for two minutes, that it was allowed you to get some kind of comfort or connectedness to yourself. That's the goal. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is to watch your hydration. So one of the things that tends to happen on holidays is that we eat things that maybe we don't always eat. We eat like sugary and delicious desserts. Maybe we are having drinks that we don't normally consume. And this includes alcoholic beverages as well. What tends to happen though is that we start eating these foods and it's so easy to start getting really dehydrated, especially because our day probably isn't as structured as it normally would be if say we were working. And so it kind of the whole day kind of becomes a free fall which is why adding, doing something for yourself is a way that you can add a little bit of structure. Beyond that, trying to make sure that you're drinking enough water will really help you feel better because what tends to happen at holiday events is that we don't drink enough water. We don't become hydrated enough and then we end up feeling really tired, really thirsty, dizzy. You may get headaches and feel really tired and irritable. Maybe you'll start to have muscle cramps or feel really dehydrated. And so what I would say to you is that during the day, maybe that's even the thing that you do for yourself is that you really just take some time and make sure that you're drinking water before you even get to the event. And then as you are drinking alcoholic beverages, try to consume as much water as you do the alcoholic beverage. So for instance, if you are somebody who is drinking a glass of beer or whatever, I would say that's 12 ounces, well then make sure that you're then consuming 12 ounces of water. And so for every single thing that you're doing, you are kind of keeping pace. So a 12 ounce glass of beer, then have a 12 ounce cup of water and then so on and so forth. I would also say to watch how much you're peeing and what your urine output is like if it starts to get really smelly and it's dark or at least it's like kind of yellow like really yellow and it's not normal like that then you probably are a little bit dehydrated and you don't want to get very clear urine either you kind of want to be in the middle and you'll know because if you feel thirsty, you're probably dehydrated. So whether it's keeping a water bottle with you so that you can drink it wherever you are, or perhaps keeping a water bottle in your car so that you have it when you get into your car at the end of the night, just be mindful that you are drinking enough water. All right, the next tip is engaging in holiday traditions. For most people, the traditions are going to be Certain foods that perhaps you don't eat all the time, maybe it could be a side dish that you don't consume. And the first thing we tend to do is like that you're not going to have it or you're only going to have a little bit. But I want you to remember that there's importance in having the traditions that you have. It's important to keep those traditions that you have because it allows you to feel connected to your family history. It can provide stability and comfort. Again, this is what holidays are filled with, lots of different emotions. And comfort is one of them. And comfort is something that we all want. But what keeping those traditions also do is it, it helps build relationships with your family members. It helps facilitate that sense of belonging It allows you to reflect on the positive memories that you have, any of the memories that you had. And it really allows you to really connect with the past too, especially if you have loved ones that aren't going to be present. It's nice to have that connection with the traditions that you used to do to remind you of your loved ones. So it teaches values for your children and it's It's very community building. And so I don't, you know, going into this, just remember that all of this holiday season and the food that is present, it's not only giving you nutrition, but it's also nourishing something much deeper in you. It's nourishing your body. It's nourishing your soul. And it's giving you experiences of comfort and love that you probably don't experience all of the time. And so engage in those traditions, they will help you, they will help you, you know, they may make you sad, but they're also going to provide probably some comfort in the memories that you've shared. And if you, if there's other traditions that you want to do, because you feel like you're living this lifestyle that feels more inclined to physical activity, then you can make new traditions too. You don't have to bring the things that you used to bring in the past. You can bring that and you can bring something else that you feel is more in line. So the traditions of the past don't have to always stay in the past. You could make a new tradition too. And if that is, even if that tradition is not for everybody, it ends up just being for you. That's okay. Your new tradition may be like, oh gosh, I'm going to like sneak out and call my friend after the meal. Or maybe your new tradition is that you go and you walk with your partner after your meal, whatever that looks like to you. Again, it's not about When we're talking about traditions, it doesn't just have to be for your whole family, especially if you don't feel like they're going to buy into your lifestyle. It can also be a tradition that you do with someone close to you. It could be something that you do just by yourself, but that you feel like provides you that sense of belonging and comfort that you are looking for. And that's in line with how you feel and what will help nourish not only your body, but your soul as well. So Again, engaging and participating in family traditions is something that is really important and to not feel like you need permission to do that. And then lastly, this idea of practicing gratitude, which is one of my favorite things that I like to do, but it's so easy to kind of fall by the wayside. But on a day such as Thanksgiving named appropriately, obviously that we're not just thankful for the food that's served, but We are grateful and happy that we are connecting with our loved ones. So taking a moment to express that gratitude for your loved ones, your health, all the things that are happening can be really great and nourishing not only for your body, but also for your soul. Now, when we practice gratitude, I think one of the things that it also helps do is it takes us out of that feeling that we don't have anything And all of the things that we don't have and allows us to be present on the things that we have presently and that we've had in the past. There's so much research with gratitude and a lot of it comes down to increasing our mood and our satisfaction with life. It helps increase our overall physical health. There's research that supports that gratitude helps decrease inflammation and that people who practice gratitude have a greater sense of wisdom and patience and resiliency. I know that this sounds great, like, oh yes, just be grateful, but I do realize that this is going to be a really hard thing to do for some people, especially if you've had a year filled with terribleness and grief. And My gosh, so many people are undergoing and going through grief at this time of the year right now. And just in the world, there's so much grief everywhere you look. And so trying to focus on, especially in that, something that maybe has made your life easier or maybe even focusing on the memory that you've had in the past. So it doesn't have to be something that is so wonderful, especially if you don't feel like you can... Manage that feeling. But I think the more important thing is just to remember that perhaps you have something that is providing you some kind of good today, or perhaps in the past has provided you a memory that can give you some feeling of joy. And I think even if that ends up being your practice in the morning, I think practicing gratitude, however that works for you. There's lots of research that supports like expressing gratitude at the end of the night when you go to bed and how that is has profound impacts on people's life. So instead of going to bed thinking and worrying about all the things that you didn't do, kind of having that mindset shift of like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I've done this and this and this today. Because it just allows you to be more connected to yourself, more connected with what's actually happening and what's real in your life. Instead of longing for all the things that you get didn't get, really kind of, it allows you to kind of tune into some of the things that worked really great for you and that you're really lucky to have. So it just, I think, kind of helps provide a little bit more joy in a world that can often feel very joyless. So in conclusion, Thanksgiving today or any day or holiday that you may be experiencing in the near future is a time to celebrate and enjoy the company of your family and your friends. And the food that you were consuming and the company that you have and all the things if you can look upon that have been favorable for you and that have helped you get through this past year. Because I'm sure there's a lot of really hard shit in there too. So kind of remembering some of the good that happened as well. And it's also about not focusing so much on just the physical part of the food, but thinking and, and remembering some of the the nourishment that that is, all of these things are, are able to give your soul. And that's really what this whole journey is about. It's about finding that balance between having indulgence and well-being and ensure that both of your body and your soul are nourished. So I appreciate you and I'm very grateful for you listening today. And I hope that wherever you are, you are able to find something that you are grateful for today. And if you are in the States, happy Thanksgiving to you. And I hope you have a day full of joy and love. And if you're not spending it with anybody, having a day of joy and love for yourself. Have a great day and I'll see you guys back here next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends. Together, we can take tiny imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. Don't forget to grab your freebie. You can find the link in your show notes or over at trishard.com. I'll see you back here next week.